up, everybody? It's hey. uh, I'm, not, I'm not doing the intro because we're off script. This yeah. is BFE off script. I've literally hit the red button. I don't really have much of a plan. I've got some backup questions I found somewhere else to sort of launch Pip. things off. Pip's going to go ahead and talk. Pip's off Liam, script as well. Liam got all riled up in the 10 minutes we took off between... <laughs> We were planning a theater trip, which we're doing in yeah, London. I'm yeah, so excited now. So it's interesting because they'll be hearing this. They'll be hearing this after we've gone. Yeah. yeah. So it was great. I had so much fun. <laughs> oh, it's been better, but it yeah. was all right. So we know we're going around just before lunch. Yep. Yeah. And so we'll probably get off the train. We'll get some lunch in London. And then uh, we're going to go just kind of do a little bit of a foodie thing, eat and drink around. Uh, I would like to try. Around the city. Um, what's it called? Oh. The pizza place. I can't even think of Pizza Pilgrims. Pizza Pilgrims. I want to try Pizza Pilgrims. Okay, I've never heard of this. Sorry. It's, just, oh, it's no, what no. they've done on Soid. Oh, it's, okay. it's the people that like lived in Italy for however long and then brought the pizza back. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's, all, this dog there's all sort of stuff that we want to do as far as that goes. Uh, and then we're going to end the night with a, uh, a performance of Shitface Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. Where they take a Shakespearean play and they... It's a show within a show. They pretend that... Um, like, they've been drinking to a degree, but they pretend that one person's, like, out of their mind drunk. And yeah. it's kind of like the show that goes wrong meets alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And you play along. I mean, I, I, I have performed with them. <laughs> you have? <laughs> Uh, so have I, technically. I have delivered <laughs> I have delivered a speaking line. I on, just I just did a little dance. You for did. Them. Uh but no, it's fun. And it's 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 a good time and we're on the front row. Because yeah. there's two types of people. People who don't want to be brought up on stage and people who very much do want to be brought <laughs> up on stage. You can guess who might be who. But uh, can, can we go somewhere that's got cocktails beforehand, please? Absolutely. So I, oh, no, so I, I can, yeah. I so be, I can be merry as well. <laughs> oh, it definitely helps if you're in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we're, not, we're, not, we're not driving home. We're taking the train in yeah, the train yeah, out. Yeah, God yeah. bless this country for its... Uh, <laughs> For its for its rail systems, we don't have the stuff in Canada, so people complain about the the rail system here. There's no way to get in Toronto like that back home. Oh, okay. So, what 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 a wonderful thing we we, we have at, at our disposal. My second time in London in a week, so I'm going to get my passport done to, um, Tuesday. Can we find some sushi somewhere too, please? I'm okay with whatever people want to do. So oh, yeah. I think there's some fishy going on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to our trip to London because we, we haven't been for a little while. No. It's been a while since No, we used gone. to go and do trips and all sorts of things. And lockdown changed mindsets. And the idea about going and doing things kind of disappeared a little bit. And I think when lockdown lifted, you could have one of two things. You either became so set in your ways that you were like, oh, I don't really feel a need to go anymore. Yeah. Or people feel anxious about big crowds still. Um, but, you know... Um, or, I've been a few times this year, like three or four times now, and I haven't been yet. And have been so excited each time I've been. Like it's, yeah. it's been really, really nice. I so don't want to go when it's still like masks on trains. I was like, I just can't bring myself. Because uh, then you also look around who's not wearing. Trip. You also look at who's not wearing them, and you get you like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just, I just, I just want to go and have a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You so, know what I really want to go to at some point before it closes, but I don't think it will because they built a purpose-built venue, Abba Voyage. I really want to go. Have you not oh, heard about the, it? Uh, no, it's the holograms. holograms. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's an oh. ABBA concert, but it's done with holograms, and didn't, apparently it is sensational. Like, didn't Megan and her mum go? Yeah, well, yeah, they're yeah. Our friends, yeah. <laughs> Name dropping people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really want to see that. I think that would be amazing. But that's expensive still because it's only like they built a, an arena for it. Oh, okay, cool. They like, reckon since this technology has happened. A lot more are going to follow follow yeah. suit. 
So we're going to see people like Elvis do stuff. We're going to see um, these <gasps> people come back just and do stuff. It, it means you got to suspend your disbelief that, like, you know, they're, they're really not. They're really not there. Yeah, but how else are you going to see? But I'm not because I'm not seeing them. I'm seeing a recording of them. Yeah, but would yeah, but I mean uh, the reviews. So I'm going to pay Abba- con- concert prices to go watch <laughs> the reviews for Abba Voyage is incredible. Like a really strong concert so- DVD. Well. Well, yeah, you're in the environment. They've got like they've got until dance we see it, we can't make comment, the- can we? No, well, but oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, I don't know. I'm up for seeing something different. It'd be and like, see, and if I don't like it, then I won't. Here's an empty theater, but we're going to project Hamilton on it for you. I'm like, I don't know. But you like you still in, in still like with all the people that are watching it. Like the, I think the selling point of the Abba Voyage one is that they've got a main arena in the front, like main standing dance area in the front, so you can go and like dance along if you want to. And there's dance booths and stuff. So like that's that's one selling point. Like I went can. and saw. We will rock you. The actual yeah. show, right? And so the difference with this being, I guess, it's the actual artist. But so we will rock you is a completely nonsensical musical. <laughs> you ever see it? Yes, yeah, rubbish. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. But the last twenty five minutes are gold. Yeah. It's because just it's just hits. people. Play, like literally, it's like a mini concert happens at the end. Yeah. Everybody just comes out out of character, and you just sing Queen song. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the best part. Yeah. And I looked around, and the like the median age of where I was was like. I don't know, 50, 55 plus. Yeah. You know, um, I was too busy, you know, thinking I saw Russell the Postie and going, should I go, should I go see if it's him? I don't know if I should go see if it's him. Um, but so if it's that, if it's anybody surrounded by people in That's like, what it, is, yeah. it just feels like, man, I get gouged enough to go to real concerts. Now I'm going to get gouged to, uh, yeah, go watch a hologram it, it is really expensive that is yeah. the problem with it at the moment no, but i think I it's know. because they are paying off the this like i said purpose-built arena and the technology they've made like the the hologram technology is leaps and bounds beyond what we've had in the past that they've been using in this but i'm so. a giant hypocrite so if you're going oh am i i'm gonna go look we'll give you a chance we're gonna set it up we're gonna give the holograms gonna look like oasis coming out at nebworth okay i might be worth seeing no with, that's a specific with like-minded gig. people yeah, yeah, yeah. specific gig where you go that would have been great to have been there on that day yeah, yeah. i can kind of but you I mean, you gotta spend your disbelief yeah, yeah, yeah. i think i have an easier time when the parties are alive than when the parties are dead because oh, okay. i've heard about jay-z doing this uh natalie K- cole and nat king cole did like a duet with where like the, oh, I, I, he I was a hologram that. and she was live yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Those are difficult. So I've heard about this coming for for quite a while. I just didn't yeah, realize yeah. we've done like full runs now. Yeah, no, it's they built a full arena for it. Like wow. it's just outside of London, um, and it genuinely looks amazing. But again, I can't pass comment until I see it. Yeah, I've not. I've and not seen I it. I've just heard until, things. Um, you know, they're also talking about movies like bringing back like James Dean and stuff to do. You know, digital. James Dean. Well, it depends what your theories are how, on how would that go? Who does that go to? What do the do you know? What I always I, feel. I mean, Ethan would probably have some sort of word that he would use here. That'd be young. I'm going to say I always feel uncomfortable if the person has passed. Yeah. Um, I always think that you know capturing someone's likeness and then presenting it posthumously 
at least in the case of what we're talking about with ABBA, it was like a recording of something that was actually happened at some point. Yeah, so that's what they look like. Like they look. Yeah, it looks. It they looks, look real. And, yeah. and, and they're back in their in their prime. Yeah. 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 yeah and they also did. Um, I think they also did. Um, you know, like Jack Black in the film we just recorded um, had the ball motion thing. Oh, okay, the Muppets. I totally forgot a movie we just did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did I. Um, they had the. They actually stood on and had their bodies done and moved in specific ways and done so they there is live real new live action stuff yeah that they've put back into this hologram i mean if you're them i mean it's genius well yeah because i don't have to get off my couch and you're gonna send me checks yeah and also yeah right there was a time back in the 90s when they would have paid a million pounds to see oh they turned down a lot of big money yeah 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 i wonder if they're kicking themselves now i know right yeah yeah so Um, look there's them even in the like recently in the mono capture suits okay so they did it yeah. like they did the mono capture as themselves yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they've put old footage over the top of it i mean it's interesting i mean like i play video games and you know the wrestlers will be or or, or the hockey players they'll get some of the motion capturing but for wrestlers they all get motion captured and scanned and stuff like this so i guess in some formats at home on my tv i'm going i'm willing to sort of accept that for as realistic because i guess i'm it's yeah it's a bit different to sit in the in the crowd and sort of yeah yeah i mean if people are going i'd be really interested in hearing from someone who went there and went what do you think about it well, I was talking it's to, being critically acclaimed massively so so as um, a feat of technology both okay i was talking to a guy uh the other day and he was saying that there's an elvis one at the moment where they um have took old footage of him got the old backing group in real life and they've interwoven him yeah, talking to the, the backing yeah. group. And they said, you just forget that's a hologram you're looking at because they're talking to it. And that's because he spoke way back when. What's, what's the limit? So I'm sitting here going, I'm, I'm going to totally go against myself here and go, I guess it depends on what the act is. For the Beatles, I'm there. Yeah, like yeah. I'm there, yeah, yeah. Sergeant Pepper in their younger days. Have them come out in, in different in different generations. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Bring me, uh, bring me, um, the Ed Sullivan. Everybody in the same suit, Beatles. Yeah. Then have them come off. Bring me Sergeant Pepper, Beatles. Yeah. Then have them come yeah. off and Abbey bring Road. me Abbey Road, Beatles, sitting yeah. on a bunch of. Bring me sitting on a rooftop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, that would be kind of cool. Um. Yeah, I, I yeah. So they do all of that on this one because Abba obviously had lots of different looks throughout their yeah. career. So they do that, but it's the the CGI is done by Industrial Lion Magic, like it is ILM. Yeah, it's industry that leaders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no one can really compete with them, though, can they? They're always pushing the boundaries. I, I, no, I just said something about the Beatles, and two of whom are dead now. Uh, it's just. Oh. If it if it was existing footage, they could somehow manipulate or use computers to figure out, fill in the gaps, yada, yada, yada. It just always becomes weird when you create something from nothing. So you're looking at, like, Rogue One. The Uncanny One, Valley type. The Uncanny yeah. Valley. Like, you remember Peter Cushing in Rogue One? Yeah. That was that a bit was weird. Terrible. Oh, it was terrible. And then um, even um, um, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, now, I'm trying to think if she, I don't think she'd passed yet at that point. They just used her and got her to shoot some stuff. And de-aged I th- her. No, I think she had. She had. She? I yeah, think she I had think passed. So. And it was most of her stuff was stock footage, but some of it they. I think you're confusing Rogue One with the, with the two last films in the trilogy. Potentially. 
I think she was alive for the first one, but not the second. Yeah, but I'm talking about Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One. So Rogue One was 2016. Um, Force Awakens is before that. Force Awakens is like 2012. No, it's not. It's like 2015. Uh, but the second one, which is... What's the second one even called? Oh, I hate it. The Last the Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yeah. That's Jeez. that one she was CGI'd, wasn't she? That's 2017, so Rogue One's right in the middle. Yeah. I think she does the CG for Rogue One, where it's just her going, what is that? Oh, hope. That's all she says, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think she she does that part, or she's got a part in it or something. But when they build it from nothing, that's when it gets really, really weird. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know how I feel about this. Bit janky. That's the, that's the word Ethan would probably use. <laughs> um, even if you've seen, seen when they made uh, Jack Sparrow look young? Yeah. In the fifth Pirates? Yeah. I haven't seen the fifth one. It's not really worth your time. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's better than four, which isn't saying much. Four is, four is a disaster. Is that on Stranger Tides? Yeah, four is the one where they decide that uh, we don't need Orlando uh, Jordan Bloom. Sorry, Jordan, Jordan Bloom. Bloom. Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Orlando Bloom or Kira Knightley. Yeah. We can do this without them. And the fifth one, they went, yeah, we're missing a giant. You can't just recast any. Because they just thought we'll just recast two new young people. What's the one where um, Orlando Bloom come back but as part of the ship? Uh, he traded his soul or something. Well, that's kind of the the, the storyline of two, three, and five. Oh, is it? Oh, is is know. he the acting captain of the ship at this point? Maybe. If that, that's five. That's five. That's it? five. I might have seen it. Then. Five. He's in, but she's not. Yeah, because he can't step I off can't the boat. Them well enough huh? separately. He can't step off the boat, can he? Uh, not in five. No, in three, his dad can't step off the boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think I've seen that then, or I've seen bits of it. Is there one after that? No. Okay, that's when they started talking about the the, the, the retalking with uh, Margot Robbie because um, Johnny Depp was tainted. Are they not bringing him back at all now? Oh, there's talk about bringing him back now. I'm like, you guys forget like like how sick people were of those films by the time we got yeah. to number five. Yeah. And how like they'd messed up everybody. Like Jeffrey Rush was like missing a leg. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need this. That first one, though, was a genius. First films. Hey, go back in the archives, folks. First, first yeah. films really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, what are peeps? What are peeps? Sorry, I've just been reading up about no, Marmite. <laughs> what are peeps doing? What are peeps feeling? How the summer's been? Anything going on? This is, you know what this is for me? This is my summer of Marmite. Summer of Marmite. I've eaten a lot of Marmite. Have you? I've decided to go. Because when I was a kid, I loved Marmite. Would you call that Vegemite over there? That's no, it's called Australian Marmite. Marmite's version. a brand. Oh, is it? Yep. Is it the same stuff? They're both yeast based, but I think I, I've never had Vegemite. But oh, okay. from from Margot Robbie, <laughs> which I want to do this sometime. She's done like snack wars. Oh, okay. Next time I go back to Canada, I'm going to film you guys doing like Canadian versus British snack foods. Oh, okay, that'd be, that'd be cool. And we'll put it on the Patreon and stuff like that. Nice. Um, but um, I should have brought some of my uh, continental snacks tonight. I didn't think about it. That would have been cool. We, we could have done some yeah. of that actually. Um, but that's all right. We didn't really know what we were doing fully at, at any point. Um, so, but no, but Marmite is, so if, geez, I'm trying to explain it now. If you're from America, cause I'm not sure you get Marmite in America. Okay. Marmite is a yeast extract. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty much it's the runoff when you make beer. Yeah. You have all this extra yeast. It's part of the process of making beer. Yep. And, uh, the good people behind the company who make Marmite have figured out a way to make it into a savory spread. Now it's very strong. It's a Very strong, salty umami, umami, <laughs> umami for your sorted peeps kind of flavor. Uh, it gives depth. It gets. It's like if you imagine if you reduced Worcester sauce to its bare essence. Wow. To where it was. Have you ever? Have you had? 
Marmite? No. Oh, really? Can we get Liam to try Marmite right now? Oh, uh, He's just, just his vocal reaction would be No, hilarious. we'll set that forward for another time. <laughs> oh. Next time when I know it's ready, we'll, we'll start off with that. I just can't you know be bothered. Marmite is really good in, mm. like stews and stuff. Yeah, yeah I was looking up ways to use Marmite because I, I rediscovered it. I went, oh, but it's about, oh, that's good too. Yeah. Um, I've also heard it's good in, in, in making your own burgers and things like that. It gives yeah. it again, that depth of flavor. Oh, but okay. um, when you have it on a piece of toast or something like that, which people are known, known to do, yeah, uh, it's like if you put butter or... Yeah, butter or margarine, spread or something like that on. And then you put some... It's got to be very thin. Yeah, like really thin. thin layer. My dad loves it. Like it more colours the have bread. Had, have you had Twiglets? Yes. That's what Twiglets are flavoured by Marmite. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. 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 That's like peppery. Peppery, um, salty, yeah, like all of the flavours yeah. in one type. Oh, yeah. okay. Twiglets aren't exclusively Marmite flavoured, but it's that like, is It's like a sour, sort of bitter... It's umami, isn't it? Umami. It's just, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and you really can't describe umami unless you've had it. Yeah. No, no. Things, things with that sort of flavor palette to it. Seaweed is umami as well. I think cumin. Cumin's earthy, but I think that's kind of umami. Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what the technical um, would be. Yeah, I don't know where they f- which things they fall into. So I was going to say about Marmite. <laughs> licking my knee. <laughs> Why are you licking my knee, You strange boy. Um, so there's that. Um, I don't know. That's been something I've done this summer. I'm trying to think of what else I've done. Uh, I've been massively into this YouTube series called Beard Meets Food. Oh, okay. So Beard Meets Food is this... Uh, Again, the way of eating. He says he's the UK's hairiest uh, competitive eater. Right. And I don't really care about his competitions, but he does these like food challenges where he goes and eats like... He'll go to a restaurant and he'll order like a ridiculous amount of food. So he'll either um, go to like a, like a franchise restaurant, like Five Guys or something like that, mm-hmm. and order like 100 pounds worth of burgers. Jesus. And like eat them in one sitting. Wow. Or he'll film himself for a day just driving around and he'll have like, like a calorie count of how many calories he's ingested that day. Or he goes to like restaurants that have like a, we have the big eater challenge. If you eat this in 30 minutes, we'll give you the meal for free in a t-shirt. And he'll go around and just keep knocking those off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does go to competitions and stuff, but I think he's realized his best way of actually, he doesn't do the, I don't think he's focused as much on competition more on it. Cause I think he's realized his money is coming from his YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And documenting <clears throat> this stuff. And people are just like, see, he was in Swaffham the other day. Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh man, if I, now, obviously he doesn't advertise cause he'd have like a, well, a, a big group there. It's not really what he wants to do, no. but he sets the camera up, but he just films them eating. And when, once he starts the process, he just like time lapses a lot of it and yeah, he'll stop. Yeah, yeah. He'll make a comment and he'll time lapse some more, but he does like a voiceover talking himself through. It's the greatest stuff. Uh, if you find more recent stuff, um, he, he seems to be a lot more polite than he, he seems a bit of a, <laughs> bit, a bit of an ass in some of his earlier ones. Oh, okay. Um, maybe he's just a young man who's growing up and you sort of mellow out a little bit. And is this, uh, sort of is this like another spinoff of man versus food? I think it's, it's sort of hitting those sorts mm. of, cause I think in the wake of man versus food, lots of restaurants took on these sort of challenges to tap into that whole sort of, um, male ego. Cause yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. exclusively male <laughs> competitive eating. Or so big eating challenges. Some, um, some, I've got a list of uh, 10 best eating challenges, food challenges in London. Oh, there we There's go. one that you'll probably quite like because it is, where is it? Uh, Red Dog Saloon's Naga Viper Wings. So you get six of the spiciest oh, so chicken just, yeah. wings in London. So you have to eat the, all of them and then you're not allowed to drink anything for five minutes afterwards. Yeah, no, those things get, those <laughs> things get like stupid hot though. Like, I, I like a spicy food, but 1. I think... 1.6 million on the sofa. Yeah, I just, I just don't see myself doing it. Um... But, you know, um, it's, it's, just, it's just been kind of great fun. So I've been sitting there as, as I try to diet and lose, lose some weight and things like that. I'm getting some sort of catharsis. I think I'm watching him gorge himself. So There's a oh, faux yeah. one. 
I, I just think how, how and where do they put it? Because... Well, you got to stretch your stomach out. <sighs> that must take some working out. I think it's and like, your jaw, yeah. In your jaw, because it's chewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll let you out more than, more than most things will, because it also slow you down, which make you feel full faster, but like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was reading an article about the dangers of competitive eating. I mean, you can pretty much guess what most of them are, but yeah. High I mean, cholesterol. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy from, from Man vs. Food... Blood pressure. He said that he had to stop. He's, he's vegan now. Wow. Because he's just... Probably he's eaten so much of so many fried meats and things like that. He doesn't want yeah, to go near. Yeah, yeah. So he slimmed right down. I mean, he was his doctor basically said, you need to stop this now. Because he went from man versus food, and then he switched it to man versus food nation. Oh. And when it switched, he would, like, coach people on how they should approach it. Oh, but okay. he wouldn't actually do a challenge himself. Yeah. Because yeah. you keep in mind, like, he's filming, and, like, every week he's just doing, you know, all sorts of stuff. And just, you know, how much can you train? If, if you, his beard guys are, like, a crazy good... um metabolism now yeah he's yeah. kind of chubby as, a, as like a teenager but he works out like like a beast now like he's he's he's, like he, sh- he's shredded looks like he eats and works out and that's all he does yeah i think this is clearly his full-time job now so he has to he doesn't do like a like a regular job yeah because yeah, yeah. he's been able to build this into something yeah, know, yeah, yeah god god bless him i suppose yeah but um but i'm supposing if you're working out that much you are needing that protein and that yeah, like, Those I don't calories. know. When I was a, a younger man, I probably would have gone, oh, I'm going to go do, like, this, this, or that, or yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't know. You grow up, and all of a sudden, you can sort of feel, like, a Pizza Hut buffet is almost wasted money for me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you have to have an, uh, or even, like a, like, a world buffet. I'm like, I used to do, like, plate after plate after plate after plate. Now I'm, like, two plates, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done after two. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I am, even now. I use. I was, like, a chubby, like, teen and I could eat and eat and eat. I could as like as a child as well, but like I don't know what it was a couple of summers ago. Maybe it might even have been lockdown, and I just didn't eat as much. And now I can't eat as much. I can't lose the weight either, I'm, but I can't. <laughs> I just can't eat as much as I used to. I'm trying to think, what have I eaten big quantities of? Sushi. Yeah, I can do a lot of sushi because sushi, by its very nature, is is very soft. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot of work to, to, to chew or. It's 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 sweet and savory, and there's a bit of a variety of flavor, so you wouldn't get bored. Once I went out for uh, sushi with some friends, and uh, it was a bit late getting together because they wanted to go to the mall and return something. So we went to the mall. We returned it. It took forever. And then we got to the sushi place, and it was two different prices. There's a price point if you have lunch, and there's a price point if you have dinner. And they were about to switch from lunch to dinner. And they didn't want us be, because it was uh, in Canada, a lot of sushi places are all you can eat. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't want to charge us the lunch price and then have us like sneak all the afternoon, like all the evening price food. Yeah, yeah. By going, yeah, yeah, we'll have some of this, because they've obviously charged us a different price point once we started. Yep. Which in hindsight, I would have said, just charge me the evening price. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we know. So we're trying to guess everything that we're going to want. And so, so you, have to guess, you have to order everything now. Usually, you'd be able to just go ahead and say, oh, I'll have some more of this, and I'll have some more of this, and I'll have some more of this. But this was now. And we're like, all right. So we're just naming things, and I'm ticking things off. Then they they went away, and they left. I looked at my friend and went, is that a lot of food? (laughs) I felt like a lot of food. (laughs) And we're sitting there, and uh, they bring us these trays of food, just trays. See, I take one look at that. And and I'm I'm looking at it, and I'm going, oh, but if you don't eat it, if you don't eat it, you got to pay for it. You got to pay for food wastage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's not people going, oh, I can't have any. And they throw all that stuff in the bin or they say, I'll just take it home. Either way, they made stuff that wasn't, they didn't need to. So you've cost them extra money. 
Oh, okay. So it was like, it was like a food wastage kind of sort of rule. And so I'm sitting there going, <sighs> so we start, and about, I don't know, 15 minutes in, my friend Megan just like sits back, and I know that look. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full. And I'm looking, there's like rolls, full sushi rolls, <laughs> so many pieces left. And I'm like, what do I do here? And I'm like, all right. And so I managed to eat the whole thing. Wow. But at the end, we went up to pay. And they always have that cat. It's <laughs> got like its pop. Yeah. And I don't know they why. I like rubbed my nose against <laughs> its nose. I hadn't drank anything. Right. Yeah. But all I can all I can reason with myself. Because I sat there going, what am I doing? And so I determined... I was sushi drunk. Somehow eating that much sushi <laughs> must have a change in your temperament because I never would have gone up and done. Like, I'm not sure I wasn't going to be disrespectful at all. It was just me. I had an out-of-body experience when I came to. I was rubbing noses <laughs> with this cat. <laughs> I'm going, what, what am I doing? That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no disrespect whatsoever intended. And I just got, I kind of challenged myself. But, uh, yeah, absolutely the case that I can remember most commonly of um the most food i've ever had to eat in a restaurant setting that wasn't just like king's buffet or whatever it is because uh-huh. you know, we used to love a world buffet we there was one in cambridge we used to go yeah, to nines nines there's one in uh norwich i've been to a few times cosmo i think it was called yeah um because usually you go there people go oh they have sushi and it's not it's not really sushi. i mean it's yeah they've they've put some they've put some rolls out but good sushi is like freshly made when you order it it's not sitting there yeah 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 yeah. and it's always like just a little itty 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 bit of fish (laughs) and a whole lot of rice and i was like yeah play the game um i never (laughs) at the start of the summer i was really big into um oh Oh, that's just a theory a food theory and there was this guy and he does this thing about if you want to get your money back from a buffet Here's your strategy. And he explains <laughs> how you get the most bang for your buck at the buffet. Right. And, of course, the first thing you do, the first place you get to is all like, it's always, because the way they lay out, the, the layout of a buffet is always the same as well. Right? And if you start with you, there's like a lot of salads and a lot of breads. And they're like, that's designed just to fill you up. Yeah. You need to go buy that. Cheap stuff. If yeah. you want your maximum money, you need to go to like the Carvery Station. Yeah. And you'll notice the Carvery Station is the only place where they don't, have just just grab it for yourself mm-hmm. you have to have a human being slice it for you and that's designed not because he's a genius they don't trust you with the knife it's designed because they think your manners or your embarrassment will stop you going back over and over and over again asking for more food because oh, you're okay. afraid it will make you look like a glutton oh, okay. so that's why they shave you very small pieces and they'll hand it to you because they're assuming you'll be too shy to go Can you put some more on that because there's no rule that you can't yeah, but yeah. they just bank on you and they put it it's always the furthest thing away from you yeah, yeah it's always tucked away so yeah so all these sort of tips about how to uh how to make the most out of your uh ah, out of I your just, buffet trip if all you're concerned about is making back your money they also say drink a diet soda before you go yeah because it opens up some sort of receptors or something like that that makes you feel more hungry and stops you from being full oh okay yeah i see aspartamine yeah as opposed to like sugar in a full fat. Like yeah, it's something in it's the. It's me, which is the like fake sugar. Yeah, makes you hungry. Makes you hungry. Feel hungry. It blocks the feelings of fullness. So that's the, that's the key thing. Ooh, bottomless unicorn cocktails. Hello. 
<laughs> Georgia's just planning a trip. No, um, no, I'm looking through. I'm currently looking through a list that is called "35 Quirky Restaurants in London." Oh, uh, last time I had all you can eat sushi, it was in London. I had to sit on the floor. Weird. <laughs> um, that I'd find struggle to eat sitting on the floor. Yeah, you probably eat less sat on the floor because you like hunched over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's make you feel as uncomfortable as possible, so you, so you leave sooner. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I've worked most of the summer. Yeah, you have. You have. This is my first more than four days off in a row since February. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned that at some point. And yeah. I'm very excited because I'm having a week off. That's good. It's yeah, good. It's going to be weird off. though. I'll go to September get into september and i'm dropping down to like two days a week at work because i'm doing uni full time and that's going to be weird because i'm used to obviously doing a lot more than that so what does full-time mean like double what you're currently doing or more than that double what i'm currently doing yeah okay yeah so i've done two years which is equivalent to like my first year at uni i've now will be doing two oh so you've been doing half speed as it was okay okay fair enough yeah so i'll be finished and you're enjoying that yeah 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 good i shall be finished this time two years I'll graduate, hopefully. Excellent. Way quicker than I did. Well, I'd like to do a master's afterwards, and I figured there's, only a, there's a bit of a time frame on acting master's. I'd rather go into it at 25 than 27, so. Yep. Yeah, I didn't even go back to school until I was 27, 28. Yeah. yeah. I've never been back to school. Yeah. <laughs> Not too well, late. Do you know what? I, I, I always, isn't that weird, right? When I was at school, I didn't want to learn nothing. I thought I knew everything, what I needed to know. No one was going to tell me that I need to learn Shakespeare. No one was going to tell me I need to learn history. It's been gone. Why would I want to know? Right? So. I reckon you'd love a history degree now. Do you know? Yes. I, I really think you would. <laughs> I would. Genuinely. Yeah. But I, it sparked when, like, even, like, doing, like, foreign languages. I didn't want to learn a foreign language. I thought, well, I speak English. Most people speak English. So what's the point? Right? I leave school. The moment I leave school, and I'm not told I have to do it, I then want to do it. It's all you want to do, yeah. And I've never stopped learning from that point onwards. Yeah, I wonder what it was for me. Um, I mean, I was a good kid. I think I've said that before. I was an awkward kid, though, too. So I, I don't think I had those pangs for independence as early as some people did. Uh, I also think part of it is that my dad died when I was young. And I think what that means is I think I took on surrogate father figures in some of the teachers I had. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they sort of filled that role. And so I probably wanted to impress or, yeah, impress probably is it, or, or to gain approval yeah from people who were uh maybe a bit more academic and so i sort of uh, something that i aspired to be in there for that maybe kept me trying to win school whatever that meant you know what i mean like this yeah. is um whereas in it's interesting because in, in this country um students will be set by ability on many levels it's the norm to set students yeah. by ability mm-hmm. and it's not the students don't have a choice uh, everybody takes the same curriculum, or at least they do in, in, in my subject, English. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, where you get put is kind of directly at the, at the basis of your past performance in order to get a say in that. In Canada, we have something called streaming. And so what that means is when I was in high school, they did change the words every generation. But we had advanced, general, and basic. Mm-hmm. And they changed that because the words were considered to be um 
derogatory. Derogatory. So now, uh, the last time I heard, they changed it to academic, applied, and something. Like, and then every now and then, that word will become tainted and will go yeah, somewhere yeah, else. But what yeah, do you mean the same what thing? What those three the words the mean? They mean advanced, general, and basic, is they what mean, they mean. They mean yeah, right? one, one, two, three. Yeah. yeah. They mean this, this is where we're putting the high ability students, we're putting the middle ability students, but you got to choose which bubble you went into. But what it meant was, but your grades were different. So, a, and we do something, we do it with numbers out of 100. So yeah. like percentage points, right? So a passing grade, a 50% in the advanced is a lot different than the skills you need to get a 50% in the general. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to be a university, you have to do that. You have to get so many credits in that advanced stream because mm-hmm. uh, you can take general credits. They wouldn't accept it. General, you could get into college, which is similar to what you would probably call college here as well. That's what happened to me. Yeah. I was more general. You know, I was never basic, but I was more general than I was... But in Canada, you could make the choice. I want to sit there with the, with 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 the best and brightest students that you have in the school. Oh, I didn't have. That I choose choice. to do that. Yeah. That that that's the difference. And so, you know, how different would things be? Maybe sometimes if you just change your environment. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah, got yeah. into a room where, rather than trying to put out fires, you know, all of a sudden you're going, "Hey, for the most part, we're just getting on with it, and I'm really yeah, enjoying yeah, this." Yeah. And I'd have probably enjoyed. I'd probably. I'd probably been better. What sort of age do you make that choice from for yourself, though? It would be the equivalent of key stage four here. Right, Which, okay. which is what age? Because at that age, if, like 14, 15, I would... Like year 10, year 11. Oh, okay. I was in the like self-esteem state that I would much rather be top of a bad class than bottom of a top class. So, so I that, would have put myself... Yeah, I mean, these conversations still happen with input from teachers and yeah, parents yeah. and these meetings. And if there were students who they felt could do better, generally you try to get everybody into the event because it gave you more opportunities. If you were advanced, you could still go to college. That was okay. Yeah. But if you're general, you can't make the jump up. If you're advanced, yeah, you can always yeah. take the step down. Yeah, yeah. So start off. Now, what right. it did was if you went to a primary where they just gave out A's or whatever, because at primary it was all, I think it was very loosey-goosey. Yeah, Everybody yeah, had their own yeah. system. Yeah. But because um, there weren't all, something like SATs. We don't, we don't have anything like that in Canada. And so, at least for the province I'm from. Yep. And so we went in. It was the first year ever they de-streamed grade nine. So what it meant was it was just like everybody was in like one big clump in grade mm-hmm. nine. No matter what your ability level was, here you were. It was just a lottery. It was all, everything was mixed ability. And then in grade 10, you got to choose your sort of stream. And so many kids crashed in grade, in grade 10. Yeah. Because the price of po- and the elementary school teachers would have said, well, that's because you, you, you put them all in one pot in grade nine. You ruined all the good work we did with them. Uh, and meanwhile, everyone else going, no, no, it's because you guys are just making stuff up at primary, and it's not really, they're not really what, what you said they were. And I'll say this much. I was one of, I want to say two kids, maybe three, for my primary who ended up going all the way through on that advanced stream. Wow. Yeah, like we did much lower than the rest of the schools. Looking back, it took me to the end where I looked around and went, it's like nobody in this class is from my primary school. What is going on? I wish I'd applied myself more. I, I look back and I virtually regret it the day I left. And I don't know why. I don't know why I just didn't. Why didn't I just toe the line? Why didn't I just go, right, let's knuckle down. Let's these do things, this. These things don't happen in a vacuum, though. You've got friends, you've got friendship groups, you see other people doing things. I was never pressurized into anything. I was no, no, peer no, pressure never came yeah. into anything. But I just. But, but there's an implicitly accepted standard, though, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't apply. If I didn't get it, I didn't want to know. Now, if I don't get it, I want to know. I also think probably now there's more there's more accountability on teachers to make sure that you're looking to make sure the kids aren't just being lost. Yeah, I yeah. think I was. I think I was a lost kid. There's there's a lot more accountability for people to make sure that you're 
there's a few yeah. teachers that like, stick out in my mind that you know really pushed me through just to get what i got yeah you know and i can't thank them enough now um but i just wish i had have knuckled down a bit more and done more i'd like to go back to my my younger self and go look dude seriously what are you doing i'll tell you what, I, 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 my commencement uh, which is what we called there's a ceremony where you all come back and you get your official degree the diplomas yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff right uh, it's, it's actually october after you graduate you come back and you sort of get it and I remember there was a couple students in my school who won like every award and there was like cash prizes that went with them for scholarships. My mom gave me a hard time saying, that could have been you. And I went, eh, if I was a kid who was going to sit in my room and, uh, and and study online, I suppose so. But I wanted to have a mix of a social life and to do the academic stuff. And I'm like, wanted to look and go, in hindsight, I want to go. Like, yeah, I did a pretty, a pretty easy job, actually. I didn't, I didn't really cause too much of a problem. I was involved in the arts. I was involved in sports. I was, you know, I wasn't. Uh, I was involved in sports. I, 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 I wasn't a mean kid. I was. Uh, I was just a floater. I went to school every I day. Was I, was a I was engaged in my in in in. We'd say in this country, I was engaged in my learning. Back then, I would say, you know, I participated in class. I really, I wanted to be there. Yeah. Um. I didn't understand it. And yeah, I, I, I think she thought. I think. I think. I think my whole family, well, I think my parents thought that I was just, uh, my mom and my stepdad, I was just a lazy kid. There's probably some laziness in there, but I think a lot of teenagers probably are. Yeah, I was. But I think I kind of surprised them when I went on into my working world because I don't think they thought of this, you know, I'd have any drive in there for I wouldn't keep a job. And actually, that ended up being very much the opposite of that. And then when I went back to school and kind of rocked it, and it was good for me that I went back to school later in life. Yeah. Because I, 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 I wasn't mature enough to handle it. Yeah. I wasn't. And I if you took away all the governors out of my life and let me just go nuts and here's like several thousand dollars for your bursary and yada 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 and then here's this so no one's going to give you a hard time if you don't go to school. I'm like, I don't know how much I would have shown. I might have been you I saw when I was at uni. These first year students who drink themselves out of their uh out of their food budget with two months to go yeah and who don't show up and they end up crashing out of school with with, with nothing to show for it except for now a big pile of debt yeah because yeah, yeah. their student loans gonna be paid back at some point and it's different in canada from so where it's your, like here your student loans are completely different yeah are not they i mean i did eight months at uni at the time like you're supposed to do uni so i just turned 18 and went went off to do musical theater degree and crashed out in like the march april because i got ill basically it was a long and short of it but our student loans system means that because i didn't complete a full year i only have to pay back 10 pounds a month and i can change that i could put that at like 10 pence a month if i wanted to but i don't i put i leave it at 10 quid because it's just yeah yeah, yeah, i might as well pay 10 quid back but the the like the amount of like um oh what's the word interest interest on it like it's over double what it was when i started already despite me still paying little bits off been so, there a certain time but, in life when that just get erased anyway. i think it's 25 years if you haven't paid it all back they basically go obviously this degree didn't help you out any so we're canceling the debt yeah, yeah, yeah i think yeah. i don't i think they might have changed it recently that they don't ever cancel it out now but it's the, the, the amount of money you have to be earning in order to actually pay anything back in the first place is quite high now. I still I think, think there's like, a write-off date. Yeah, I think it's a bit later now. Which though. is why um, Rishi Sunak mm. is um, trying to curtail in some of the degrees that are being offered. Yeah. Because there's certain degrees that are being offered that for the majority of people aren't going to increase your earning capacity. Yeah. So all we're doing then is 
funding people to go get jobs that they can't ever pay back, and that feels because like, the way the yeah, system is supposed yeah, to work yeah, yeah. is, and I, I get this, they pump money. If, into if it's you, not going to be a burden, pump it back in. If you want to morally go, we think everybody should have free post-secondary education. I'm fine with that with governors. I'm fine with that with the idea that the course they're taking actually has Some value. Moral, moral value yeah, or, is what or, I was trying to say. Or, or societal value yeah, or whatever it is, yeah. right? And number two, that you pass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm not paying for someone to go cry. You know. uh, but I think everybody, you know, education is the greatest uh, – sort of tool by which you can have social mobility if you if hey i was i, I was a council estate kid who was on free school meals Same. all that stuff right so I, everybody would get there if you're in north america this might be different but we, we used to have vouchers for when you had your free school uh, so when you had your meals for school same and they would take a little um tab out of the book you had oh we didn't have that we had a disc oh really yeah disc so you'd go to the front office in the morning and you'll pick up a disc and there was only very few of us who had them in school oh we had perforated books different now yeah we it's had, not even you, you don't acknowledge no. it you just go up to the line and go free school meal and then they give it to you actually your thumbprint really? would, would now, your, now do they're, it. They, they're now thumbprint now yeah. yeah but but we had a perforated ticket and everybody else's i remember i had talking about how he was embarrassed because his was a different color and, hey man, my, my was a different color so everybody else's was like yellow mine was like pink yeah, and yeah. my pink told everybody that we were below a certain Fresh income pay grade, yeah. and as a result a form of social assistance we got was that we didn't have to pay for the meat the hot meal that i would get for free uh, for, for, for school other parents would pay and that's the same system that still exists today yeah uh it's just cashless and you just go ahead and hit your hit your thumb yeah so they can get whatever well not whatever they want but like what they'd get and they, they don't they, have they, to have the embarrassment they, they of have the same thing i do they, they get it because i get i get my lunch just free at work yeah i have a daily stipend so they get so much a day and if i don't know how it works if it refreshes every day or if it means you get this much for the term i imagine it's better imagine this just get it for the day that way it stops you from getting in the trouble yeah, with the yeah, kid yeah, can't eat yeah. that feels like it's the merit of it but that's the way that goes over here and so um yeah i don't know if it's any different uh i haven't worked in a canadian school proper but uh we didn't have i don't i don't think we had anything like that yeah it was it's very um uh looked down upon when i when i was at school in the early 90s yeah and like i say these discs showed everybody that i had free dinners yeah um and uh, you know obviously that's me and my sister and uh there's a few others in the school but very few of them i don't remember being picked on for being poor um I was never picked on, but I got it was frowned upon. But I still got, but I was out before I got to that age. I I left England when I was like nine. Oh, okay. So um, it was just a thing. Yeah, trust me. Those kids were like, "Oh, I never realized we had money problems." Not (laughs) come down as much. We knew we didn't have a lot of money growing up. Oh, we were painfully aware we didn't have a lot of money growing up. I think you just no, learned to accept it. We didn't it. have, yeah, we didn't have loads, but that's like it, it, it's weird things it affects in like your adult life though. Because I, I mean, we're much better off now. Mum and Dad have both got better jobs than they had than when me and my sister were growing up. Yeah. So when when my brother was born, because he's six years younger than me and eight years younger than my sister, yeah. um, so he hasn't known like eating. Like, I, I can't. I don't like like beef mince very much. Like minced beef. Ah, so you had a lot of that, because we ate yeah. a lot of minced beef and pasta. You and can stretch so, that, yeah. Because so, you can stretch that, and because it's cheap, and those sorts of things. So I yeah, now yeah. don't particularly like spaghetti bolognese or lasagna or those sorts of things because I just can't stomach it because I've eaten so much of it. There's as a, a child. question: What's that food you had so much as a kid that you can't touch? Baked beans. Really? Yeah. 
that's another one of them though isn't it yeah like, it's, it's cheap isn't it? um, beans. but baked beans i can eat if there's a small little bit not a lot but a small mm. bit but with brown sauce we, we we had a lot of mince which to our <laughs> north american listeners would be ground beef and, Gr- and ground chicken. something yeah, ground yeah. something um oh, so corned beef can you remember that oh no i don't think we ever had that um but my mum don't like corned beef mum no. would make stuffed peppers which basically meant some sort of tomato and mince stuffed in a pepper stuffed in a pepper and the peppers would usually be peppers that you'd you'd get them for like 60 percent off but yeah because they're soft yeah, yeah. so i have so, so i can't do less I, I i love peppers i'll eat i'll eat red peppers green peppers bell peppers, peppers all the time i can never remember stuff to make a stuffed pepper have yeah, not yeah, since yeah, yeah. um cabbage rolls was another one okay. take some cabbage what do you wrap it around something that's got like mints and tomatoes in it yeah. meatloaf we did some sort so of mince much. thing with tomatoey based yeah. sauce on the top yeah. like it's all it's all variations of the same i did love spaghetti we yeah, ate so much pasta yeah it was so my favorite meal pasta. growing up not yeah. helped by the fact that my, both my parents are like ran a lot and did lots of that so the carbs, so helped the carbs them. were always there even yeah. now though i love pasta you know you said about what's the food you can eat a lot of yeah pasta is that one i can eat a lot of yeah, I don't. I don't. I get overwhelmed by a lot of food. Yeah, um, but pasta for some reason, and I know it swells in your stomach, but I can eat a lot of pasta. Uh, in one sitting, you mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. What it? What it's? What sort? I'm really weird with pasta. Like, I had people laugh at me because I cannot eat spaghetti. I yeah, just can't I do it. It makes me feel physically ill. I gag if I try to eat it, and I have done as an adult. I've tried to eat. But, but you'll eat macaroni. You'll eat, but I'll eat macaroni. Yeah. I will. I'll even eat. Get this chow mein noodles oh, which okay. are practically exactly the, and i know in my brain they're the but same it's just surrounded by it's a different it's format a different, different context in if my you will. brain they yeah. are different yeah, and yeah, it yeah, is yeah. it is solely because and people think this is stupid but it's solely because my dad used to tease me that they were worms growing up oh, okay. and i cannot put them in my mouth because of that <laughs> it's like i don't understand what like, as an adult i'm like it's spaghetti it's pasta. It's the same thing as tagliatelle. It's the same thing as penne, as anything like that. And I just yeah. cannot put it in my mouth. You could never watch Lost Boys then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got an interesting question here. It just sort of hit me. And it's about childhood. And it's about memories. And it's about all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't be childhood. It's just something that sort of comes up. What's the best gift you ever received? Ooh. I'll start with one of mine. One of the key ones I got. Um, my sister, I'll tell you what, my sister learned, I forget what age we were, probably about, I was probably about 16, she was probably about 15, maybe 14, and she decided she wanted to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. And so she got a guitar, and um, I was like, yeah, all right, whatever, nothing, because she could take a, a guitar class, and I don't mean like, she wouldn't have like an individual lesson, I mean like there was like 20 kids, and they yeah. would take guitar yeah, yeah, yeah. For, an, for an hour and 15 minutes every day, five days a week for half the year and that yep. was your class yeah um and it's the first time she came home and she strummed something that sounded kind of like a song and i'm like that's cool like is my little sister cooler than i am <laughs> <laughs> and i was like and so my, my, my general rule of thumb is if someone i know can do something it empowers me to feel i might be able to do that thing too so this podcast got started because a friend of mine named Kara started a podcast and i kind of went yeah you said about oh they can do it not because I have nothing but the, but the highest re- regard for car, but it felt accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, something from them is now out there, floating out there. And so if anybody likes our podcast, go check out. If you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it's called The Prophecy Girls. Go go check it out. It's uh, And they have another one called We Like to Talk. That's the one I thought was We, we Like to Talk. Yeah. 
Or we just like to talk. One of those two. We do like to talk. Um, and so, but my sister was playing this guitar. And so I was like, can I borrow your guitar? And she was like, no. I was like, no, you're not playing it. <laughs> and so she said no. And so I'd like have to wait till she was out of the room and I'd steal it for a bit and play it and all that stuff. And sorry, Kirsten, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to, I'm going to spill a little bit of tea here. And I went, what was the, but, but I promise you it comes out good. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what was the, uh, why have you not, well, why won't you let me borrow your guitar? Because I was really into this idea. Yeah. And she was like, because you get better than me, and then I'll stop playing. I was like, no, it won't happen. And then I begged, and I bugged, and I bugged, and I begged. And finally, I think it was my 19th birthday, I got given a guitar. Uh, it, it wasn't It wasn't particularly a very, it was a cruise guitar. It wasn't particularly a very good guitar. If you looked up in like the guitar reviews, it said, like, do not buy this guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it was called a Segovia. But no, it stayed in tune for the most part. Like, it was all right. It, it was a great starter guitar. Yeah. Also, you should never spend too much money on an instrument when you're learning how to play it because you might not keep it. Yes, yes, yes. You might not keep up with it. So don't go, yeah, just, if you're out there, you're going to buy your kid an instrument, buy them a value entry-level instrument. Just you can, up, you can always upgrade later. Exactly. Yeah. And you can you can you can garage sale guitar for twenty dollars, and someone will go, "Oh, guitar! Do yeah. It. yeah, have it, have it, knock yourself out." And bless my sister, uh, I did get better for her. <laughs> she did stop playing, and I think I bought her a guitar years later as like a gift, like a nice guitar. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and I hope she plays it every now and then. I hope she gets it out and uh, strums along. It was the single greatest gift because it opened me to performing. Yeah, I don't think I do the performing art stuff I do without that guitar. Um, it opened me to uh, it just let me connect with people on a bit of a different level. Yeah, and so it's always great if you know how to play an instrument. You always have music in your life. So I like that. There's that. Uh, I also, when I was done directing Twelfth Night, I got some gifts from people, and uh, Georgia commissioned some lyrics. That was that was really. Because Twelfth Night was a big thing for me, and it was a big that was a big thing for me. That was, but that was like my like that's like bucket list stuff. Like it's, oh, it's kind of weird okay. to go. Oh, like Twelfth Night was the the singular thing that I ever wanted to, to direct ever, and didn't think anybody wow. would ever let me do it. And it's, Shakes- of it. it's Shakespeare. Yeah. So my first director yeah, thing was, was 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 the Crucible because I thought that was accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when when we won the award for it, I'd had far too much to drink. And said to <laughs> the chairman or something like that, you're letting me direct tw- 12th night next year. And they went, yeah, all right. And I went, really? It's kind of a podcast. They went, serious? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I better do this. So that meant so much to me. So all that stuff. Uh, that's why I've got like my little treasure trove and all that stuff up there of all the nice. stuff up there. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a bit, 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 bit of a trophy case. So there we go. So that's me. Sorry. Share, I, I shared a whole lot of time there. Uh, anybody else? Yeah. Well, no, go, go on. on. Go, 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 go. Because my, my, I'm... My parents aren't the best gift givers in the world. They're like that's not their that's not their thing. It's not what they do. So like growing up as a child, I haven't had many memorable ones. Not like the guitar thing, anyway. So go ahead, and I will I will continue to think of bits and pieces. Okay, um, I got my very first bike, and I was probably about five when I got my first bike, and. I had an older sister and a young sister, and my older sister was already riding before me. And my young sister, I think, was about to. And I'm like, why am I not getting this? Why can't I ride a bike? And I remember watching this guy ride by me going, how did he stay up? How does that <laughs> How does that work? There's nothing holding him. There's nothing supporting him. How does that work? And I wanted this to work. And this bike, and I, I probably had it, I don't know, 
a week, two weeks, and I still hadn't ridden it. And I so wanted to. So there's a playing field right outside the back of our garden. And my dad took me down on this bike and he's holding the back seat and we're going up and down the field. Bless him. <laughs> and I'm looking around and I'm constantly looking at him behind me, not what's in front of me. So I'm going all over the place. And I can't see why I can't stay up straight. It's because I'm not looking what's in front of me. <laughs> I'm looking behind me. So he's telling me, look in front of yourself, keep going, keep pedaling. Don't stop pedaling, keep pedaling. So I keep pedaling. And anyway, long story short, <laughs> I'm pedaling away and I'm going, so dad. And I look back and he's feels like miles behind me. As soon as I see he's not holding me anymore, donk, I fall on the floor. <laughs> and it took me a while, but um, once I got on the bike, it was my biggest independence I had at such a young age. On a bike, I could go places. Yeah. I, could, I could see things I'd never seen before, go further than I've ever been before. And I remember thinking, this is amazing. And as my mode of transport, oh, I had various bikes through the years, right up until my late teens. You know, even my first job, I'd bike into work, you know, from where I lived, which was six miles away. You know, and that was just my independence that I remember thinking, yeah, come on, guys, this summer, we're going to go the furthest we've ever been. You know, and that, you could go for miles, you know, and we did. We covered loads of stuff. And that bike was the first time I went, yeah, I felt felt good you know and i remember that so vividly and so well and uh yeah that's probably the single but i also remember this as well um i remember getting that bike thinking this is brilliant and um years and years and years later bearing in mind we're not really that well off (laughs) yeah my mum's an alcoholic always has been we don't really talk anymore um i don't really say too much to people about it only my closest friends. I don't know why I'm talking on the podcast about it. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, uh, my dad gave her the money to buy this bike for Christmas. And little does he know, three days before Christmas Day, she's only gone to spend that money on drink. Mm. And so my dad then has to try and find this money because he wanted me to have this bike. And I didn't realise how much more overtime and effort he put in those last three days right up until Christmas Day to get that bike. So he bought the bike twice over. Yeah, twice yeah. over. There you go. You know? And without that bike, he could have just got me something else. But that bike gave me that independence to go and do what I wanted and yeah. go further. And, you know, he didn't realise how much of a knock-on effect that had. But if he hadn't done what he'd done to get that money back to buy that bike again, who knows? Yeah, and that was and that meant more to me years later, knowing he'd bought it twice, in, a, in a theoretically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so yeah, that's probably the single most best. Oh, I like heartfelt stuff as well. So say like somebody, I mean, a friend of mine, she gave me a rock <laughs> once, and uh, she was just like, "Oh, this is from a beach that she had gone to," and. Uh, and she'd shown me pictures and she, I said, God, it's a lovely place. I'd love to go there. To this day, I can't remember where it was. And she gave me this rock and I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I love the fact that someone actually gave me something from a certain place that they'd been that they enjoyed. So it doesn't, doesn't have to cost things. Was it warm? <laughs> Hot rock. Hot rock. No. <laughs> Did you smell what it was cooking? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what, it raised a few eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, um, yeah, no, I 
gifts that I probably the most valuable to me are like gifts that people have given by either either like agreeing to do things with me mm-hmm. or like saying we're doing this and that's so experiences Exper- yeah. mo- definitely experiences I, I mean one of the most one of the weirdest gifts I can remember wanting as a child and being ecstatic Christmas morning when I opened it was a mini fridge like <laughs> I was that kind of a child like yeah. I didn't I stuff has never been my thing like I appreciate things that have had effort put into them and actually mean things but stuff stuff isn't just isn't really my go-to i mean one of the best things i've ever had i guess given to me was the permission to get a dog yeah that's cool like i live i live with with my parents still so i couldn't just go and get a dog like i saw i was i wasn't in a great place for a while i think that's i mean a lot of people aren't but i wasn't particularly at this point i went i need a dog like i need something Mm mm-hmm um, and so I'd seen these puppies advertised on Facebook as you do and went and made an, made an appointment to go and visit them complete like to be fair completely behind my parents back they didn't know I'd been those sorts of things and I went and I saw them and I met the met the mum and dad and those sorts of things and people owned them and I went came home and I told my parents what I'd done and then I wrote them a letter <laughs> I, remember, yeah. I remember you talking about this yeah. Yeah. yeah I wrote them a letter basically saying this is what this is where I'm at this is what this is this is what I think will help blah 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 and they said yes and it completely blew my mind like that the answer was yes. And yeah. so we went a couple of days later to go and look, uh, picked out Pippin. I'd already kind of had my eye on Pippin. Um, we named him there and then and then picked him up the next week. Like, And I mean, the rest is history. We've had in almost four years now. So yeah, like, that was a big one. Um, he's not really a dog though, is he? No, he's a person, isn't he's he? Per- like, he's, he's, people, he's a person, isn't he? He's very affectionate. He yeah. is, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I totally believe a dogs take the personalities of their owners. I just totally do. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. He it? likes to nap. Occasionally he disrupts. Yep. He's affectionate. That's, that's pretty pretty accurate. But my, I remember my birthday just gone. I mean, my sister wrote in my birthday card. I hadn't managed to get my sister anything because I was trying to organize a date where we both of us were free so I could take both of us to Alton Towers. Like, so that's what I was trying to do for her birthday. And we never got around to it. So a few weeks before my birthday, she went, so I guess I'm not getting you anything yet either. I went, no, it's fine. We'll call it quits this year. It's absolutely fine. Um, she wrote, but we'd also spoken about potentially going to Disneyland in February. Just the Paris one, but like, it's still amazing. I really wanted to go. I'd love to go. And she wrote in my birthday card this year. One of the birthday cards said on the front of it, sisters, having sisters is weird. You'd give them your kidney, but they can't borrow your charger, which is very accurate <laughs> to mine and my sister's relationship. But she'd written on the inside, she'd drawn a little balloon with a little Mickey Mouse balloon and had just written Disneyland February 2023 in it. Like, no, we hadn't booked anything, nothing yeah. like that. But in fact, she just put it in there, solidified, yeah, we're going. It was just really nice. That's cool. Like, no, that's good. It's that good. one got me, yeah. I guess why, that's the thing about stuff. I think the guitar was my choice because... It didn't, it wasn't just stuff. It's not just an object. Yeah. Like, I got a video game system. One of my last gifts my dad gave me before he died. I think it was the last Christmas gift he gave me before he died. It was either a bike or it was a Nintendo Entertainment System. And the bike's cool because it gives you freedom and gives you all that stuff, right? So that's cool. But the the, 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 the video game is it's fun and all, but it's just stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. eventually, whatever stuff you get, you get bored of. But the guitar gave me a skill that I still used. I got to, to play the guitar yeah. doing Twelfth Night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, that was yeah, yeah. without that gift. That that's a different experience. Maybe it doesn't happen at all. I'd love that experience. I'd love to be able to play the guitar. Yeah. So I love. I tried. Ian tried to teach me. Yeah, it did. It did not go well. Your hands are very small. <laughs> my hands are too small, and my knuckles click out of place. It yeah. was just a 
recipe for disaster. Um, we're almost going for an hour. What I want to do is I'm going to finish this if I can. We'll do a little bit of a rapid fire towards the end here, if that's all right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I've got, are you familiar with the show Inside the Actor Studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Lipton? James Lipton, yeah. Uh, if you're not, George, you're looking not. Okay. It's kind of like he does like, like, like a one-on-one real roundtable <laughs> where he brings an actor out. Did you did you hear who he, who, like, all the people he's interviewed over the years? Yeah. Um, like Marlon Brando, yeah. uh, Al Pacino, all these greats, right? Laurence Olivier, all these people, right? Who do you think is the best one he's ever interviewed? Oh, that's a good question. He actually said, he said without a question, this is this person. I really liked his Tom Hanks episode. I'll say that much, but that was my take. Who, who does he say? Bradley Cooper. Well, that's because Bradley Cooper was a student. He was a student. Yeah. And he watched him grow. There's a thing, and you can see those shots of him in the audience, and he yeah. even like asks questions, and yeah, now yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. James Lipton's passed, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, yeah. So what, They're what, great to watch, though, aren't they? Yeah, so he kind of missed the YouTube thing by about 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has an actor on, and he runs through kind of their whole career. Right. And they talk through things, and they show clips, and they talk about the choices they made. And a large part of it is Lipton's presence as an interviewer is really good. Really good. He has a level of... Um, Ease with them, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Lipton actually is a recurring character in uh, Arrested Development. Okay. <laughs> he is. Which, before... You know, you know the thing about the, might make you give it another chance? Guess who the director is of Arrested Development? I don't know. Oh, I should say directors. The Russo brothers. Okay. So there we go. You might have to get there we go. It's um, the lack of massive credits. I didn't but know. He would ask, yeah, <laughs> jail. Uh, he would ask the same questionnaire at the end of every episode. He would, yeah. So I want to go ahead and do it for all of us. I haven't thought about it myself. I haven't, whatever. Yeah. But just really quickly, just the first thing that pops into your head. Uh, we'll start with George. We'll give Liam a chance to think. <laughs> What's your favorite word? Plinth. Oh, that's a good one. I like it. It's a fun word. Liam? Buku. Buku. Yeah. What does it mean? As in Mercy Buku? Oh, Boku? French word, yeah. Oh, yeah. B E A U C O U P. Yeah. Mercy Boku. I don't know what it means. Uh, It means very much. Oh, does it? Mercy, thank you. Boku, very much. It was very. It's an amplifier. I loved how I wrote it. Okay. As a kid. (laughs) That's interesting, yeah. I just. It it flowed so well. Um, I don't know why, but I've always loved it. And I hated French, even though I'm trying to learn it now. Um, I wouldn't learn anything at school, but I loved writing that word. Weird, isn't it? I'm going to go with ramshackle. Ramshackle. Oh, you know what I really do like, though, as well, and it comes back around every time we do the pod? Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt's great, That's yeah. Great Scuttlebutt's like ramshackle. Oh. It's, got, it's got four syllables. So yeah. It feels fun coming out of your mouth because it's got that hard. So ramshackle. It's got this. It's just a fun combination, and usually you say it before you put it beside like nonsense, ramshackle non. It's a nice combination. So it's something I've always enjoyed as sort of a playful way to to to, to sort of bring something Plinth down, just fun to say. or just undercut something. Another word I like. Is- it's just like when you list your like you know grumbles. Oh, and you have like I'm nine doing of a them. French word and an English word. Oh, I'm just you- <laughs> James Lipton never had this a- problem. <laughs> you've got to have a French answer for all of the rest of the questions yeah. now. Serendipity. Ah, uh, that's oh, a good one. Word. I also yeah, prefer yeah, yeah. its adjectival form, Ooh. which is serendipitous. Oh, serendipitous. Yeah. I, again, I love like lots of syllables. Hey, yeah, you yeah, were yeah. you were screwed on it. I was just saying. I was saying he's got a good one. Okay, next one. I'm hoping it's not the cliche. I think it will be. What is your least favorite word? Ooh. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is. And it's <laughs> it's a word I heard used on a school bus once. Um, it's not a real word, but it is, it, like, it's a contraction of a real sure. word. Legitly. <laughs> okay. 
because like legit I can get along with like you just shortening legitimately because it's quite a long yeah, word that's legitimately, fine. Yeah. but if you're gonna go to the effort and put the lee on the end legitly really you yeah. might as well just say the full word it made me mad there you go there's my least favourite word name spoo spoo what does that mean like to chuck oh spew spew okay yeah uh no Oh, good. I don't like no. No. Ask me if I want to be on this podcast. <laughs> spew. No. Because <laughs> I'm afraid the answer will make me spew. Legitly. Ask me, ask me, ask me if we're good friends. <laughs> ask me if we're good. Question. I don't think this means... Uh, it's, it's never designed in a way that means physically. I think it just means what excites you. Okay, so the question is what, what turns you on? Laughter. Life. And food. A new idea. Mm. A new idea. Um, I have a passion for life. <laughs> when I teach, I'll actually be teaching something. And if something pops in my head that I've never thought of before, I'll get really excited. I'll go, no, 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 write this down. This is really good stuff. <laughs> Well, um, I always laugh. I go, no, no. After all, they go, yeah, he's probably onto something, and they write it down. Yeah. What turns you off? Arrogance. Ooh, good. Not ignorance. How have you survived with, with with arrogance? I'd say the two of us, but I guess I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the guy with the whole um, button that says, kind of, you know. Well, I no, I do genuinely grit and bear it sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I go, oh, in my head. But no, there's no, a, arrogance in general, don't like it. A, a loving uh, arrogance. You know, you're not a mean arrogance. Oh, okay, I hear what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah, Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, there's uh, a difference between a healthy ego and, like, genuine yeah. arrogance. Yeah. What was the word? What was the question? What's your least favorite? Uh, what's, what turns you off? What turns me off? Lies. Lies. Oh, very good. Yeah, I can't stand lies in my I'm going to go with unkindness. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. There's no reason people to be mean to each other. No. There's none. I was just having a Facebook conversation with someone about something like, stupid. And sure enough, you go with one, they come back with another, and they go, listen, dork, or it was something like that. And I'm yeah. like, I even went back, we're going, hey, we're having a conversation. What what reason? I think he was going to mean to, 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 to reciprocate. I'm going, we're having a conversation. We can disagree without, without coming to some sort of personal attack, can we not? Yeah. <laughs> and then he shut it down. Went, well, I just think, I said, that's fine, then say that. But why, why, especially online, I mean, I, it doesn't anger me as much online because you can't have a face with it. But when I see someone just treating someone poorly, oh, my word. Oh, done. Mm-hmm. Done. Um, what sound or noise do you love? Oh, it's really cre- cliche one. I Well, no, it's a specific sound. I really like the sound when I'm laying in my hammock at work and it starts raining at night over my top and it goes... What were you going to say, rain in the morning or something like that? Yeah, like rain. The sound of rain on a roof, I do really like. But the specific of that environment, because I'm nice and cosy in my own little den, is is quite nice. I quite like that noise. Kind of rifting off of that, I like the sound of water, just running water. Okay. It, it calms me, it soothes me. It, oh, something geez, about I had the one. motion of water. Oh, but, the, the sea in the general. Sea. The sea. The ocean. Oh, yeah, the, the ocean. ocean. Yeah, 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 massively so. Many Good. times Sorry, I've know. many times I've I've found life a little bit tough and I've gone to the beach. Just I'm, to su- yeah, sit I'm and such yeah, I'm such a water baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good. It's good for the soul. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, laughter. Yeah. Yeah. Like that uncontrollable laughter. It's probably part of what we do, why we do. Yeah. The whole performing thing. I mean, I look like a comedy. Yeah. There's a reason why I did Twelfth Night and not Romeo and Juliet. You know what I mean? Mm. Like... I mean, it's better for one thing. But let's have people leave feeling better about them. We just reviewed the Muppets. I mean, a little bit of joy in my life, right? <laughs> Laughter. Yep. Sometimes my own, but more importantly, usually others. And if I can make someone else laugh, hopefully it means I've brightened their day just a bit. I like. To, I I genuinely believe this, right? I think laughter is a very good form of medicine. I think it boosts the immune system. I genuinely believe that. Well, I mean, as a teacher, I mean, there's a thing, and I presented this, and I said, look, not everybody has to be everybody, but if you're the kind of person who has humor at your disposal as a ability, a gifting, whatever it is you want to call it, yeah, the link between laughter and memory mm-hmm. are not that far removed, because mm. to laugh at something, you have to be engaged with that thing that you are laughing at. That's how jokes work. If you're not paying attention, you're not going to laugh at the punchline. So if, if you laugh at them, that's feeling a positivity will lend itself to whatever's being taught at the same time and will aid with retention. Mm-hmm. And also just your feeling towards the, that place. So it's why humors um, can often be very, very effective. It's why a lot of people might have their favorite teachers and humor might come into it. Not always. Yeah. There's some who are turned off by the Because if, if they don't find you funny, it does the opposite. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's why, and you shouldn't force them to be something that they're not. Yeah, so yeah. I shouldn't be, you need to be funny. No, they don't. Be the best version of yourself, and if if best version of yourself is being a really a really thorough, methodical person, or if you're a really soft, kind person, be the best version of that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But such is. What sound do you hate? Oh, when someone gets right up close to you and they go, <laughs> or if they're eating, yeah, or people that breathe really heavily but like know they're doing it and continue to do it. That gets me. Like when they like, if they come near and you'll be like. Okay. Welcome. Right in my ear. Welcome no, to thank you. Using that right to everybody's ear. <laughs> uh, Liam? Yeah, same thing. I, I hate listening to people eat. Um, it, it grates on me. I'm, I'm one of these people that I concentrate more with uh, noise. Not that noise. I have to have music or some background noise. Um, to filter out other stuff. I don't like silence. T- silence. There we are. Don't like silence. So how a noise that's not a noise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. That's fair. Silence is too noisy sometimes. Oh, it can be. Yeah. Overdone bass. Cool. Oh, yeah. People who either have it in their cars, yeah. or yeah. you can hear the rumble of someone else's TV through the wall, yeah. Yeah. and that comes down to I had some terrible experiences with neighbors when I was in university who would just i remember coming home and my partner at the time would just be crying because it would have been going on for hours yeah and the landlord wouldn't listen and none of that stuff was working and we ended up actually moving down down the the hallway down the corridor to a more expensive apartment as a result and then the guy finally went is it that bad because i think he thought i was just trying to do like some sort of pantomime and i was like no we'll take it and he was like it's like 75 dollars more i said yeah we'll take it and then he finally believed, but we had to put up with that for like a, like it, it was, it, it was like a form of, I, I, I oh, there is sound torture is a thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't want to, so whenever I hear bass, I kind of almost get like reverted. Uh, the anxiety yeah, goes up yeah. very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to say it's like PTSD. It's not PTSD, but it's, it's, it's got elements Association, associated yeah. with that kind of a, th- a thing. Like I'm, it's, it's made a permanent indent on me where i hear too much bass now i get extremely anxious yeah 
I don't like noise at night when I'm sleeping. It no. has to be silent. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, uh, it's just about consideration. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do like white noise when I sleep, but that, that, that's a different thing. Um, what's your favorite curse word? <laughs> Twat badger. <laughs> okay. Shit bollocks wank. Okay. As a hyphenated word. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of the F word in all of its manifestations. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But I'm with, I'm with my guy Samuel Jackson on this one, motherfucker. <laughs> it's that force. It's I like those long yeah, syllables, yeah, and yeah. you can really build. You can do it softly. Yeah. Or you can drag it out. You can. Oh, there's so many options with it. <laughs> yeah. I had a time when I was uh, first starting work at McDonald's, and I used to swear like a trooper, and I didn't mean to. And this is where the shit bollocks wank come from. Um, I was on tills and I said, fuck. And I went, oh shit, bollocks, wank. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's where the shit bollocks wank come from. Are you from, Natalie so. McCutcheon in love, actually? <laughs> <laughs> was, was he the prime minister? <laughs> so that became a thing, shit bollocks wank. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but actually boss laughed and he was like, just, just come. <laughs> Just three more to go. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, I'm hoping to attempt it. I'd love to be an actor. Okay. Like properly. And uh, Okay, maybe I should go what profession other than your planned career path then would okay. you like to it? Because that's, yeah. As a child, I always wanted to be a, a stained glass windowist. Wow. Yeah. Cool. That, I don't know why. I don't know what it was. I think. I know, you know, I do know what it was. I think it is because when I was in like year four, so I would have been six, seven years old, eight-ish, um, we had a lesson in symmetry because that's the sort of thing you learn at that age in maths. And they used like a stained glass window to like show the symmetry. And for the first time in a long time, it was, I could do it. First time in forever, you might say. <laughs> I could, I, I was good at that lesson. Like, I got it. And because of that, my brain just went, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a stained glass windowist. And because it didn't have a title, that's what I called it. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I'll go. Maybe, I quite like that. That's maybe nice. I'll go into that. But yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I'm, I'm balancing lots of different things that I quite like at the moment. Yep. So I don't. That's the irony of life. There's so many interests you can have, but really there's only a couple of things you're probably ever going to really go for in your life. Because it's just, yeah. in order to, you know, qualifications are a thing and, and education's a thing yeah. and you need but to do these things time, to do yeah. these things right. Yeah. yeah. When I was a young kid, all I ever wanted to be was Evil Knievel. I wanted to be a stuntman. <laughs> I was, I always chased that thrill of the danger of things. Um, I don't want to kill myself, by far. I, I love life. I, I, want, I want to experience life. But I also like pushing life to the edge. So that is a version of experiencing life, isn't it? That like adrenaline. I love rush, that thrill. Yeah. I love that adrenaline. That's what I love about performing. I get stage fright, you know, um, and I constantly question myself, you know, before I walk on, am I good enough? Am, can I do this? Right. And you when you're not should... knocking my guitar off things. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I do the same. I walk on just but before and go, fuck, tune, fuck, 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 the, fuck, fuck, Tune the guitar and then hear bang and go, well, that's not going to be in tune when I'm going to play it in a minute. <laughs> Once. I'm sorry. Um, but that, but that adrenaline of walking on stage uh, and then feeling relaxed when you know what you're doing, yeah. that first initial walk on, you know, um, I'd love to do, I like that, I like that feeling of nervousness. I like that, um, mm. 
Like, uh-huh. I'll give you an example. I went to Blackpool uh, and I went up the, the tower and they have a glass floor. Oh, I hate those. So you can look down, right? <gasps> My whole stomach churns. But I'm thinking, oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. I did it in Toronto. I mean, the CN Tower is like probably triple the size yeah, of the yeah, black yeah. one. Yeah. Like people are underneath them. Like it doesn't make it any better because it's like ants. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. there's a video. I just can't. I, I can't have to do that. I can't tell my brain to override. That's crazy, isn't it? The clear floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny thing though, isn't it? But then the, to- the tour guide, once you do it and you stand on it and you're going, you're still not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, they turn around and go, you do realise that five ton before it breaks. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. They and don't know like, that stuff. Yeah. Ah, and then something your brain just goes, oh, I see. Yeah. But, but I even don't I was care. attentive walking on. Yeah. It. I obviously have trust issues. <laughs> that feeling when, I don't know if you've done anything like Go Ape, like jumping off of something. Yeah. Free falling for that half second oh, and then being caught. Yeah. That gets me every time and i'm oh. terrified every time before i do it and i almost yeah, yeah. don't do it every time despite having done it multiple times and then i do it and i go <gasps> and so it's like a great feeling. yeah so the stuntman thing is that still something that you would still am i too old now at 42 no i was just asking something you would want to do so it's just what the yes, question was yeah yes, okay yes. i'm just making sure it's not what i wanted to be when, when i was a kid was oh no 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 i mean if i if i was um if i was lucky enough to get into film now i'd want to do my own stunts i'd want to be like Tom okay. cruise and stuff and do my own my own thing and i'd only want to do it to my capability not that i'm going to injure myself you know yeah i hear you i think if i start off younger <laughs> i'd be a lot more agile than than i am now um yourself? you'd be in a rock band wouldn't you <laughs> i mean i'm trying to stay away from the performing things i think we've all done them to certain degrees so it kind of goes ahead i mean uh, I've always wanted to be in a band. I'll say that much. Yeah, I've never yeah. been able to be in a proper band. And I feel it's one of the great ironies is that uh, every time I tried, it was like, is it me? Am I the problem? Because every time I'd go, I'm like, it's not going to work for this reason. It's not going to work for that reason. I'm like, maybe I don't play all of others. I'm like, maybe that's what it is. Because uh, I remember I, I, I played in this one band. And every time someone hears you can sing, they always want to try and recruit you into their band. I think I once got a job because the guy thought I'd join his band. <laughs> um, it was weird. I mentioned I played guitar, and the HR guy was like, uh, "Do you sing?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm probably better at singing than I am at guitar." And he goes, "Oh, I, yeah." So we're we're gonna offer the job. But you want to come and see my band play? <laughs> I was like, "The answer's got to be yes," because he just gave like it's not the ink's not dry on this contract yet, right? Yeah. Um, I'd love to have been, and in a world England's great because there's everything's so close. Mm-hmm. So I would have loved to have tried some sort of training for like, it's just sound daft, but uh, I would have loved to have been like the next Paul Heyman, been like a pro wrestling manager and like walked around and used my voice to rile people. It's like a panto, isn't it? Just yeah. rile people up and get them to like, because they're yeah. always villains. Oh, I'd have so much fun with that and have a chance to do it when I was younger, didn't have responsibilities financially or, or, or sort, of, sort of otherwise. Not that I have any kids or anything like that, but just, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you get to a certain point and you're like, do I give up my, you know, for a very insecure, the time to do that is when you're younger. Um, and so it's like there's one Paul Heyman, you know what I mean? Like there's not, there's not huge amounts of work for pro wrestling managers out there. So really it's like, eh. um, or uh, if I want to more or less of a performing thing and more of a proper thing, I always thought I'd be a pretty good lawyer. Yeah. I thought like, like, like a you trial, like, like, like a trial lawyer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a, I guess you call it a barrister here. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back, back home. There's, there's not called lawyers. So yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'd be up for that. Or, I mean, when I was in high school, I really wanted to be in the radio, which is kind of a little bit different. I mean, we're doing podcasts now, so I think it really counted. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, I think for obvious reasons, maybe. I think I got a little bit of a 
The problem is, I mean, what do you do in radio now? There's nothing that lets you be a, a personality anymore. Everybody just works for a corporation. True. Unless you're, you get to be big enough where you're like, what's his name? Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to do, not that that's what I want to do, but yeah, it's just limiting. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what profession would you not want to do? Ooh. Mm. I d- and I don't mean like, you know. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. mean like garbage man or like yeah, yeah, yeah. not time to do those who's a garbage man but i mean not those things that are just naturally like all oh, those are gross jobs i wouldn't want to be a sewage plumber i wouldn't want to you know but like legit jobs that people might be holding in the steam that you're like nah that just would be terrible for me yeah, yeah, yeah. lawyer okay couldn't do it because i couldn't I, I i would really struggle with finding the line of what i believed and what was like right and wrong and those sorts of things i definitely couldn't be a defense lawyer yeah yeah i I just could not that's where you have to believe in the right and wrong thing in it well if you're a defense lawyer it means you have to believe in your role that they believe the best defense even if you don't believe in them that would be a hard i'm with you on that i think i want to be a prosecutor but the money of course is so much better on the defense side isn't it of course yeah um a computer analyst just looking at numbers all day. Oh, just could you Tr- imagine me on trying a to figure out how to turn it on? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine um, a PC uh, fixer? <laughs> any sort of doctor? Oof, yeah. Uh, I don't want for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm really squeamish. Same. Uh, number two, I'm not great at giving bad news, and there's a fair bit of and you got to be with people at their absolute lowest point and with the families at their absolute lowest point at some point in your career yeah i don't care if you're a pediatrician i don't care you know what, what's you're, at some point you're gonna give someone the worst news they ever had yeah and i wouldn't want to do that i also wouldn't want to have um say you're a brain surgeon someone's life, brain surgeon. someone's life in my hands i wouldn't yeah. want that no yeah the, want, the, the, the pressures power. yeah and then people may be checking how do you like if something goes wrong and then you have to go to like an inquest and all that stuff like jeez you know how many I probably shouldn't say this but how many doctors <laughs> drink oh i'm sure i mean that's incredible yeah so I mean, i'd i'd quite like to be something like a midwife or a first responder like a paramedic i'd quite like that oh i struggle i'd re- with i'd yeah. i'd quite like that job i mean i i've done i know it's not the same thing but i have done some quite high level first aid before and like both in training and in actually using it in the real world yeah. so like I'd, you're very good i yeah I, I i i don't it's not like that it's not the adrenaline thing but it's like that i like being able to be the person in the situation that can step in and help see i freeze that's i like, like that in certain in other avenues yeah i think physical health is just, it's just not mine no no, no whereas no, i quite i go mine. yeah i got this yeah. i can i can do it i might freak out a little bit after i wish i could but i know yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I I don't I just freeze in situations like that. Last one. Ooh. If heaven exists, mm-hmm. what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Wrong turn. Go back down. <laughs> <laughs> no, if there is, if if that exists, and if God is sat on the pearly gates welcoming me, I want him to have a sense of humor. Let me in anyway. Like I still belong in there. But, like, I want that as a joke as I walk in. Check her again, would you? <laughs> <laughs> like, really? You? Like, yeah, no, I want that. I want a joke. Standards are slipping, aren't they? Definitely. That's what I want. All right. 
I'd like to hear him say, see, I do exist. Oh, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I've grown up with the Christianity um, around me in my schools and stuff like that. I like the traditions of Christianity. Mm-hmm. I, I love Christmas and all this. I like the traditions. Yeah. I love churches, more for the architecture and the oldness of everything. I just don't believe in God and I never have. And I don't want to offend anybody out there. I don't think you are. Um, so I'd like him to say to me, see, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I am. But, you know, I just, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because you went, you went humorous. <laughs> yeah. And you went um, honest. Yeah. Um, you deserve it. Good. I think it's part of that. Um, I was thinking of a question for for, for a different day uh, and a different go. If this works out, people are like, yeah, it was all right. Listen to another one of those. And I was thinking about something, and it's sort of this lifelong pursuit of this ideal. And um, I won't say it's not this, but I'll, I'll say this as kind of a version of it. Um, I used to come across this quote a long time ago. It says, humility is the only character trait that once you realize you have it, you've lost it. Hmm. For you to go, I am humble. Well, that would, no, <laughs> yeah. you're not. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think it's always a lifelong pursuit of humility. And you know, say what you will about about you know the, the the sort of playful arrogance and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's nothing more humbling than when, like a student. Hey, you really helped me with 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 all with with, with, with all. I had a run in with a student at a, at a Costa a couple of a few months ago. Or student, I, I taught him like once a week in like year 11. That was it. Mm. Or year 10, year 11. I forget what it was. And he came up to me and thanked me and said that he was studying um, uh, English literature at a very prestigious university wow. over here. And said it was because I inspired him or something like that. And I was like, I taught you in like year seven when you were like 11, dude. And then I taught you once a week when you were 15. And... They want to put the prayers on you. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you're giving me way too much credit here. Like, that goes to you. And I guess there were teachers. I think we started, we said at one point, I sort of found surrogate father figures. And, they, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to impress these certain key people. Now, maybe there's a little bit of, uh, you know, someone wanted to impress me and it lit a fire. That's great. Yeah. That's great. But, you know, you look in the mirror in your rough days and you kind of go, oh, don't give me, don't give me that. That's you. That's not me. Yeah. So, you but know. Sometimes you need that that little spark yeah and you were that spark to carry on that what he needs to do be careful i'll burst into one little spark from journey into imagination (laughs) so folks you got the full gamut today on off script we talked we talked uh i don't know the education system we talked food we talked our trip to london yeah we talked growing up and our various experiences there we talked gifts we talked the james lipton survey um we went the whole I'll be honest, I've shared things I didn't think I would. <laughs> oh, if there's anything you want to change your mind on, let me know and I'll easily trim them. No, I just don't want to offend people because of my own... No, because the question was about... It's just Lipton, so that's why I put it in there. Yeah, I just yeah, copied yeah. all of them and didn't even look at them. And I do remember that was his last question. It was. I think he's asking almost exclusively to an American group, which I think probably are more culturally... Maybe even prepared to answer that question. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if it's in a playful way, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. 
I wonder what, what, what Will Smith said. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google it. It's out God there. God has put me on this planet to oh, love. I'm a vessel of love. Yeah. Yeah. Vessel of love. The vessel of love to slap and the crap out of someone. Him. Jeez. So that, that's it. Let us know uh, what you think. I want to thank Georgia and Liam for coming on and just having a bit of an honest chat. Woo. I want to thank you too for actually doing this because, you know, you keep throwing these new ideas out. You keep throwing these. Well, this was a, this was a Russell the Post yeah, and no one wants hey. to hear this. I guess we'll find out. So, Russell, if you haven't listened to this, yeah, we'll yeah. be saying this isn't going to cause this, that anyone well, have gotten to it. Know anyway. Well, there we go. I just hope people appreciate the honesty, and I hope they, you know. Uh, people really seem to like it. We sort of drop the veil a bit and do a little bit more. So I don't want to make this a regular, but, yeah, you yeah. know, every, every few months, there's nothing wrong with just doing a little, let's go off script and uh, just turn the mics on. I knew Georgia was off next week, so I knew she didn't have to rush out of here as has happened yeah, on yeah. when you've got the Monday early morning call. So, and I'm off, and you're not Monday morning, anything going on. Nope. You're fine once we turn the movie off and the mics are on. You stay awake forever. <laughs> stay, get me in a warm place, my belly full. Yeah, that was a mistake for you. <laughs> so, um, I don't really, I don't really want to do a, a proper sign-off line for this, but... Uh, yeah, we've been best film ever. Listen to the stuff. Let us know you like it. If you got this far, let us know you let us let us know you yeah. listen. That'd be the greatest thing. You just give me a little bit of feedback to go. Hey, I listened to it. And either yeah, I liked it, or or yeah, it's maybe maybe not so often. And that's fine. But it's yeah, just about just be honest. Just be honest. It's just better to know that we put this out and people actually listen to it. Definitely. Sorry, my stomach. We're completely off script. My stomach has just started going. So you know, that's just one for the one for the off script. And on that note. That's all, folks. (laughs) (laughs) See you real soon. Be sure you come back, (laughs) y'all.